prompt. The knight grasped the blade in his hands tightly, the roar of dragons hot on his heels as he ran. You know, when they told me to save the Princess of Swords from the dragon's castle, I expected an actual princess and one dragon. Oh, shut up, the sword replied. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes, the sword in Murdoch's hand sang happily. Oh my god, Murdoch screamed. You realize dragons are chasing us, right? Of course, the sword replied. Its voice was as imperious as any princess Murdoch had ever encountered. So, he said, dodging a blast of fire, do you plan on helping anytime soon? The sword laughed. So I have to do my job and yours? Your job, Murdoch said. So far, you've done fuck all. He heard the intake of breath behind him and lunged behind a boulder. Half a second later, the area around him was bathed in flame. Smoke rose from his magically reinforced armor as his skin blistered. Two more breaths later, the boulder cracked and started to fall apart. I don't believe that is the proper way to address a princess, the sword said. Oh, for crap's sake, he cried. I've saved actual princesses that I had to carry on my shoulders that were more helpful than you. He tightened the grip on her handle and stepped from behind what was left of the rock. He took a fighting stance and prepared to meet the charge of the lead dragon. The sword began to buck and jerk. I told you you can't use me! It squealed. Fine, Murdoch yelled. He dropped the princess and drew his own blade. How dare you! The princess wailed. Murdoch didn't have time to respond as he called forth his power and let out a deafening roar. The lead dragon ran into the wall of force, and the other two dragons rammed into him. Murdoch used the time to pull a large scroll from his bag of holding. Excuse me, the princess said. I'm still on the ground. There's dirt on the ground. You know that, right? Cracks formed in Murdoch's barrier as the dragons pressed forward. He was only halfway done reading the scroll and it didn't look like he was going to finish in time. He couldn't stop reading, though. Bad things happened when incomplete magic was let loose. I said, the princess pressed, drawing out the words, I'm getting filthy just lying here. The barrier fell and the dragons advanced. Murdoch read faster, but the dragons were less than a handful of feet from him. This was it. His last stand. Even if the incantation completed, it wasn't going to do squat against three dragons. I see, the princess intoned. It appears another unworthy knight has come for me. Murdoch couldn't believe those were the last words he was going to hear. His voice faltered and the scroll burned to ash. Wild magic tore through the air, blowing dust and debris about. But the lead dragon held up a single claw and pulled the magic into it. Yep, the princess said. You're done for. That's what you get for getting me dirty. Murdoch turned his back on the dragons. They were going to kill him anyway. You don't like dirt? He yelled. Too bad. He kicked as much dirt on the princess as he could. Stop! The word echoed. Murdoch turned to see the lead dragon's head bowed before him. The eyes didn't look right. They seemed swollen and maybe a little bloodshot. We're not trying to kill you, the dragon gasped. You're not? Murdoch said. No, the dragon replied. It sounded relieved. We're trying to thank you. Murdoch was flabbergasted. 
for stealing from you? You'll have to spell it out for him, the princess said. He's not too bright. Oh, oh my, my god, god. Will, will you, you please, please shut, shut up? up? Murdoch and the dragon said in unison. The quiet that followed lasted a long time. It was broken by the sound of a heavy coin purse hitting the ground. This concludes our transaction, the dragon said. Transaction? Murdoch asked, nonplussed. Yes, the dragon said. This is your reward for ridding us of that thing. If we ever hear it again, we will lay waste to your kind. Is that all I'm worth? The princess asked. The dragon raised its head and fired a stream of flame at the blade. Seraphax! One of the trailing dragons hissed. Stop wasting your fire. You know that doesn't work. You've only been trying for a hundred years. The dragon grumbled. At least now I can get some sleep. Murdoch watched the dragons fly away, bemused. That's right, cowards, run away, the princess called. Murdoch looked at the sword he'd been paid to rescue. What was he going to do with the thing? Don't stand there looking stupid, it said. Pick me up. Murdoch picked up the sword, ignoring its nattering. He put it in his bag of holding, and the sound blessedly ceased. He decided the next time he was in Seaport, there was an ocean that suddenly, desperately, needed a new sword. Murdoch chucked the princess into the ocean yet again. A fount of water flung the blade back into the boat. Again. Not a master of pattern recognition, I see, the princess said. He ignored the sword's comments and prepared to fling it once again into the depths. A wave crested over the boat, leaving a naga behind. Please, it hissed. Stop doing that. Master has been sleeping so peacefully. If you wake him, the ocean will no longer be so quiet. We do not want that thing. You know what it is? Murdoch asked. Of course, the Naga said. Who do you think gave it to the dragons? Now go away, or Master will be angry. Murdoch stood inside the summoning circle, chanting. It was difficult to concentrate on the words. The damn sword had figured out a way to get sound out of his bag of holding, and while he couldn't understand its words, the noise was difficult to ignore. He'd talked to priests, blacksmiths, warlocks, and even a damn necromancer, but no one seemed interested in helping with his problem. Which is how he found himself here. He didn't go in for the demonic summoning usually. It wasn't that demons were evil per se. Most weren't, actually. They simply loved bargains and were devious negotiators. You had to come to the table with a request and a bargaining chip. He'd thought long and hard on his offer, and a rare talking magical sword had to be worth something. Intonus presentus demonus geldenach, he finished with a yell. The circle glowed, the floor melted away, and a dark maw opened. A massive bipedal demon rose gracefully from its depths. Its body was sickly purple and emaciated. The long arms reached all the way to the bony knees that bent the wrong direction. Three blood-red horns rose from a long skeletal face. Who has summoned the mighty Geldenok? 
And for what purpose? The demon said. That was another thing he'd been told. Demons were vain to a fault. It was always a good idea to stroke its ego. I, Murdoch, have requested your mighty presence, he said, bowing low. I seek to bargain with Geldenok, the greatest demon in all the abyss. The demon laughed. <laughs> Do not ply me with false praise, mortal. What is it you seek? As a hero of some renown, Murdoch said, I am often in danger. I would ask the great and powerful Geldenok for the boon of rebirth. That is a powerful request, Geldenok said. Death does not like being cheated. And what would I receive in kind? I can sense your soul is already claimed by another. I can offer a singular item, one which is utterly unique in all the worlds. Your ownership would surely make you the envy of all, Murdoch said. Oh, how very interesting, Geldenok mused. And do you have the item with you? I do, Murdoch said. So far, so good. He opened his bag of holding. You know, every time you close me up in there, I'm just going to get louder. The sword said. Oh, by the way, you're a hoarder. You know that, right? It's an absolute mess in there. The demon's eyes locked onto the Princess of Swords. Oh, it's her, he stammered. Sorry, just realized there's another uh, circle waiting on me. No, 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 don't apologize. You, you couldn't know. Murdoch tried to respond, but the demon was already retreating. Tell you what, Geldenot called. This one, it's on the house. Don't ever summon me again, and keep that, that thing far away from me. The black hole closed, leaving a small statuette in its place. The princess laughed. <laughs> you really can't do anything right, huh? Murdoch sighed. He picked up the resurrection idol and placed it and the princess into his bag. You know, the more you put me in here, the less effective it is, right? The words were muffled and sickly sweet. Murdoch looked to the heavens. A loud thunderclap echoed in the night as if saying, Not a chance, buddy.